Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. It is the baddest podcast in Nashville, the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. We got weather reports. We got Black Men Vent 2 Black News Weekly. We got ads. We got commercials. Tap in with us. Tuesday morning. How you doing? My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Jumbo. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. I go by L Dog. And man, we are excited. I know y'all say they always excited. It's, it's better to be excited than, than sad all the time, man. And it, you cannot be sad if you are looking outside right now and you see all this sun, man. I'm talking about now you can go outside and put your tank tops on, man, and show your beach body, man. You know what I'm saying? You can show that true fit, that, that planet fitness, that wide body that you've been working on. Today is a good day to put it on display, man. So go out, get you some sun. Get you, you know, if you need some suntan lotion, you might need to put all that on because today is that kind of day. So, and I said all that to say, it's a good day to be outside and it's a little warm. And we also do a Black Man Vent 2 Ratchet Weather Report by Leon Davis Jr., man. Tap in with us, guys. We got a lot going on this month, man. Great episode for you guys. Um, super excited to have the brother that we had on, man. And um, I know Pops is going to love this one for sure. Yeah, man, this is a unique young man. And when I say young man, I'm talking about a brother about 25 years old, somewhere in that range. But, man, when you hear this young man talk, he'll sound like he's about 45 because of his values and his morals and his principles in life. But it's refreshing to hear that, man, and just let us know, man, that there's always hope in the future. He he is not your typical um, 25 to 27-year-old black man. You know, typically... As black men within that age range, you get stereotyped for different things. But this brother, hometown is Dixon, Tennessee. He just gives you a different narrative for the black man. And that is what we are all about on the Black Men Vent 2 podcast, man. Make sure y'all tap in with us, man. New episode is out now. Share the episode. Like it. Give us a review, man. You guys can give us reviews on Facebook, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Let us know how we're doing so that we can get better and better serve the black man aiming to change the narrative of the black man one episode at a time the baddest podcast in nashville the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone after this sponsorship segment break nashville we're gonna get right into it nashville have you heard a black man vent today just like that man just like that we're back we're back good morning to you guys man good morning again tuesday morning man the yeah, baddest man. podcast in nashville we back we back what's up y'all what's going on man nashville have you heard of black man Vent today man the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone man we're super excited to bring to you guys man another episode man we are in the month of may in the month of may man um beautiful skies man beautiful yeah. weather we just want to thank god man for allowing us to have another chance at getting a black man on this mic yes, to sir. tell his story, aiming to change the narrative of the black man one episode at a time. Let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. We got a good episode for you guys on today, man. We got a brother coming from Dixon, Tennessee, man. It's a lot of good eating out oh, that way, man. Yeah. A lot of good eating. I've, I've had a lot of good eating. Yes, sir. In, in, in Dixon, you yes. may, you may, you're gonna find some some turkeys. You might find yeah. some squirrel. You mm-hmm. might find some goat. You might mm-hmm. find some lamb. 
Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. definitely had some good eating. Might get a little squirrel in there, too. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah, man. All that. All that, man. But, uh, you know, man, Dixie, Tennessee, man, great city. And uh, I want to say, man, out of 92 episodes, I don't think we've had a Dixon, Tennessee native on our show. You know, so with that being said, man, uh, presenting the song and introducing the others, man, good friend, good brother, Mr. Blake. Water. My friend, how you doing this morning? Doing good, doing good. Yes, glad sir. to be here. Glad y'all having me on. Yeah, yeah, man. Just glad you here, man. And um, naturally, dude, I it's, it's one of those things, man, but we've had over 90 guys on this show, man. So we meet folks each and every day, each and every week, man. And, and um, you know, just with that being said, brother, our platform wants to know you. Our audience wants to know you, man. Who is Blake Woodard? Tell us about your story, man. Growing up in Dixon, uh, give us some insight, man, on moms, dads, siblings, man. Uh, let everybody know who you are, man. What you all about? Absolutely. Like you were saying, I'm from Dixon, Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, for those of the people that don't know where Dixon is, it's just 30, 35 minutes from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dixon is just a small city, like you said. Everybody kind of knows one another. It's that sure. type of environment, for sure. You know, uh, country town. Mm-hmm. Like I said, lived there all my life. Still live there today. Mm-hmm. You know, I was blessed with having a mother and father that's in my life that still lives there, mm-hmm. born and raised there. Uh, I've got a sister. Mm-hmm. She's uh, seven years older than me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it just. Uh, I, I credit my parents for for the, the success and where I met today. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Just just for them, uh, I'd say setting the example for not only me but my sister as well. Mm-hmm. Just kind of showing us the way, showing us you know what it takes to be a you know a positive person in the community, for in sure. society itself. For sure. You know, for sure. And uh, I was born and raised in the church. Mm-hmm. I'm a member of St. James AME Church Dixon. Whoa, mm-hmm. okay. A, a wonderful mm-hmm. pastor. Pastor Vivian Canty mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. is our pastor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, attended there, you know, all of my life. Mm-hmm. My dad, he's he's been the Sunday school teacher there all of my life. Okay, so, okay. You know, church is church is one of the things that we, you know, take pride in. Right? Yeah, and, uh, right. yeah. You know, we think and having a relationship with Jesus Christ, you know, is is one of the reasons. Absolutely, the the number one reason why I've had the success that I've had today as well. So. So, uh, yeah, man, I like that, Blake. I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and share my relationship with Blake. <laughs> Blake works, he works with me, and at one point in time, my job was allowing me to have influence over hirees, and just so happened my first experience with that, uh, 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 with that uh, responsibility, I got a chance to interview Mr. Blake. And Mr. Blake came in and he handled business like he had been doing interviews all his life. And when he walked out, they was talking about Mr. Blake and asking how he was, uh, how what did I think about Mr. Blake? And I told him, uh, basically, I think what y'all think, but I think even higher because I was the only brother in the room at the time. But uh, and I knew we needed more diversity in my uh, department. And I was just so glad to get that brother in there. And since I've known you, Mr. Blake, one thing I can say about you, man, now I see where you get it from. You're a very humble young man, and you're also a very respectful young man. And I really appreciate that, man, because just to, just today, me and you had a conversation. And first thing you addressed me by when you said, Mr. Davis, how many young people today do that? I don't hear that a lot. So can you tell me, just from your perspective, why that has kind of faded? Because you do it religiously. Like it ain't like like right. drinking water. That's the way you do it. But so many young people don't have that in their repertoire right now. No, absolutely. And I, I credit my parents for that. Uh, just just how they 
raised me, you know, it was, mm-hmm. you know, if you're talking to an adult, you know, growing up, you, you respected them by saying Mr., Mrs., mm-hmm. you know, just using, you know, what I would say would be normal. But yeah. like you said today, we've uh, stepped away from that. And I think that, you know, I think that might be something that's missing in a lot of people's lives. Mm-hmm. It's having that structure, having that leadership in their life. Yes. And uh, that's something that I'm thankful for uh, on today, you mm-hmm. know. Just having that model in my life to show me what it takes to be, you know, mm-hmm. that person. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And, and not only that, man, your work ethic. Well, you you've worked under me, with me, however they want to say it. But at the end of the day, you one of the guys, man, that I don't even have to worry about checking on. And then if I did have to check on you, don't know I already called and asked me before I had to check on you. So I, I love that, man. In other words, you the type of dude that makes my job easier. And we've always said, I'm gonna tell you what we say about you a lot of times. I wish I had about 10 more of them dudes right there, man. Just 10 more, and we, we'll make it happen. But, but I like it again, man, because you, you you keep referring to your mom and your dad, man. And a lot of people don't have that kind of situation going on, man. Right, but you right. had it, and you're thankful for it, Absolutely. man. And, and that's the great way to be. But coming up, man, did you know any of the guys that didn't have that type of structure but gravitated to your your family because they saw that in your family? No, absolutely. You know, I've got I've got buddies, close friends of mine that, you know, was raised by, you know, single mothers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we played ball together mm-hmm. growing up and different stuff like that. Went to church together. Yeah. So, you know, we, we had we grew up together, you know, and uh, I think by us being as close as we were together mm-hmm. and seeing, you know, kind of feeding off each other's energy. Mm-hmm. You know, if we was out somewhere and, you, you know, you see somebody, you know, just, just you know, hey, how are you doing? Just mm-hmm. to speak to an adult, yeah. you know. A lot of times, you know, you'll see kids out today, you know, and they just kind of look at you, won't even, won't even <laughs> say nothing to you, you know. But yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, just, uh, just, just the people that they were around as well. Mm-hmm. And just, like I said, being raised in the church, yeah. having that, having, you know, even though they might not have had a father that was present in their life, mm-hmm. just having that structure, mm-hmm. you know, that was around even them. And, yeah. You know, that's just, yeah. it's just how we were. Mm-hmm. You know? I think, man, too, what uh, parents, black parents shy away from, I kind of heard this dialogue on another podcast, is that uh, we don't teach our kids, man, to just be human. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and what I mean by that is, man, just be a common human being in the society that surrounds you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think with just black men, black boys, um, the challenge is when you're parenting black boys is that you got to let them know that you're human, yeah. but they're not going to treat you as such. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's the difficulty that we face, man. And just by talking to you, Blake, bro, you're different, man. You're not the, you're not the, you're not the, the stereotypical 27 year old black man. And what I'm saying by that is this, you, 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 looking at you you don't have tattoos is that right or wrong right no you're right so that's you're that's right. a thing yeah. you don't have social media is that uh-huh. you told us that off the house social media uh-huh. man folks looking at you probably like you straight no absolutely no and that's okay no, I'm not, no, no I, piercings and look I, let me say this on the <laughs> mic i'm not saying that but again y'all know this is 2023 y'all see what's going on on the news and stuff the average 27 year old black man uh got tattoos the average 27 year old black man stereotypically has a social media account man Shout out to your parents. I do want to yeah, say that, man. man. If mom and dad are listening to today, shout out to them because yes. I think what we said on our show is the environment that you were raised in. That is a big, vital part, man, in what has made you the man that you are today. You just mm-hmm. said it. So a lot of those kids that'll walk up to you and don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. They mom and dad walk around each other in the house and don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. 
something mm-hmm. that we gotta think about. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. true, man. And uh, you know, and even to the point, your sister. Let's talk about your sister for a minute. Mm-hmm. Is she uh, mm-hmm. is she married? Yes, she is. She got some kids. Yes. yes oh, sir. so you Uncle Blake too? Yes, Uncle all B. Right. Yes, all right. So is she? <laughs> I don't want to put. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm not trying to blast your sister out, but is she as mannerable as as humble as you are? Uh, I'll kind of say she's kind of. She kind of got like a. Wouldn't say feisty, but she's she's a little more aggressive than yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm the one that's yeah. kind of like the laid back. I'm, yeah, <laughs> kinda the, I'm the chill son. Yeah, in a hand of space, she's yeah. a joker card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gonna get on you. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she's that one. Yeah. yeah. No, I love my shout out to Yeah, man. Well, so let so see, see, I'm 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 digging. I'm just digging. I'm yeah, just digging. Yeah. No, so with her being feisty and you being laid back. So which one is the mom and the dad? Is the dad a laid back and the mama feisty, or is it vice versa? Or is it a mixture? I kind of say it's kind of a mixture between mm-hmm. mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd say my dad, he's he he can he can he can be kind of feisty, but at the same time he can you know he yeah. laid back as well. Yeah. But uh, and mom, she's the same way. My yeah. mom, she's a big talker. She's the big. Yeah, know, she, the, she's the, the talk in the family. She, she's yeah, she's yeah, the bubbly yeah. one. She never meets a stranger. Yeah. You know, yeah. No matter where you're at. Yeah. yeah. Mom, she's. You can hear her laughing a mile away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, well, man. man just, just a question off the top of my head, man. With your pops, you know, how, how close were you guys' relationship? It's two part question. Yo, 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 man. What's up? What's up? What's up? Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. It is the baddest podcast in Nashville. The only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? Hey, guys, we got a $10 advertisement. Somebody, somebody, somebody came through and showed Black Man Vent to some love and gave us the opportunity to advertise their brand, their platform, and anything that they are doing. I'm excited. Are you excited? Let's get excited. Who do we have today? Grayson, our $10 advertisement on today. Z93, internet, digital, radio station. Shout out to my guy, Damon Ritchie. Man, look, man, if y'all are not tapped in with these guys, I don't know what's going on. Did you not know that there are internet radio stations? Let's start off there. Let's start off there, man. DR Global Media, Nashville. DR Global Media. These guys... They, they, they do booking and management. They do promotion. They do marketing, radio service, websites, event planning, music filming, radio advertising, any type of business consulting that you may want to do. You want to get your, uh, your merch on the air, get your business on the air, get your song on the air. Tap into these guys, Nashville, 407-444-1651. That is 407-444-1651. Five one again. The DR Global Media Group is your one-stop shop for entertainment. Our services again include booking and promotions, management, radio services, websites, event planning, music and filming, and so much more. Contact these guys, Damon Ritchie, and again the DR Global Media Group, Z ninety three Chattanooga Internet Radio Station. Man, nonstop hip hop. WCCZDB Internet Radio. Y'all make sure y'all tap in, man, to one of the baddest internet radio stations in the land, guys. You can email them as well at drglobalmediagroup at gmail.com. They also have merch as well. Again, Chattanooga's Z93 Nonstop Hip Hop Internet Radio. 
has merchandise. Support Z93 today by purchasing merch. Now available through our website by clicking the Z93 merch tab. Guys, make sure you tap in, man. These guys are doing great things. Got a lot going on, man, in Chattanooga, and they are always, always, always trying to find different ways to integrate positivity wherever that they go. And also, Z93 Internet Radio Station is a partner with Black Man Vent 2. So as you go check them out, you may run into an episode of Black Man Vent 2. That is our $10 advertisement for the day, Nashville. If you know anybody else that would like to advertise with our business, let us know, man. We are here, we are ready, and we want you. Let's get back into today's episode. Super close. Real fast. It's, it's an unbreakable bond, man. I love you. You know, like, you know, having him in my life growing up, yeah. you know, we, my dad, he was a type, you know, he worked a nine to five yeah. every single day. Right. And, you know, I and I credit him yeah. for, you know, like you mentioned before, having that work ethic and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. Because growing up as a young boy, you know, seeing him go to work, you know, I'm thankful to God. I never had to worry about where my food was coming from. Man, or, come on, or, you know yes. where I was laying my head down. Yes, sir. And uh, you know, just seeing how hard he worked for the family and being a provider. You know, even after work, he had side jobs that he done. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you know, the side jobs that he done, you know, was mowing people's lawns. Yeah. You know, grading people's driveways because you know we had a tractor and different stuff like that. You know, grading driveways. You know, doing dirt work for people and stuff like that. Wow. And growing up, I always seen that. You know, he's a hustler, man. Yeah, Dad, you, you a know, hustler, man. Yeah. And, you know, he always had me with him. You know, as a, as a young boy. Mm-hmm. And you know, at that age, you know, I can't run a machine at that age. But you know, I'd be out there with a rake or a shovel. You know, yeah. picking up rocks. Yeah. You know, cleaning up, doing little stuff. You know, just being and, there. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and I enjoyed yeah. being with my father. Yeah. And you know, like. On the weekends, you know, I couldn't wait because I'd be like, you know, hey, Dad, you got some work we're going to do this weekend? You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to get out there and do something? Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, you know, so we got to get some rest, you know, so you can yeah. help me. Yeah. You know, so, you know, just seeing that growing up and having that in my life is what, you know, gave me that that structure, yeah. you know. That's, a, that's you know? amazing. It's just amazing to me, man, because like my son said, not trying to not trying to generalize you as a right. person. But you you a rare breed, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you a rare breed, dude. Took that the wrong way when yeah. I said it, man. Yeah, we've had ninety something guys on the show, mm-hmm. and Blake just different. Yeah, he a rare, he a rare breed. Okay. Like it's, it's okay, yeah. man. Like, yeah, you yeah. don't fit the stereotype, bro. And I, you know, I just want to give you a flower for that. One. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, I just mm-hmm. don't fit the stereotype. My second part to that question was. Uh, with your pops, man, because I could say that the same about me and my dad, man. You know, anybody that looks at us, um, shout out to um, uh, Drake. That that's my treacherous twin. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what I be saying. Yeah. Like we just, you know, that's my treacherous twin. But mm-hmm. on a serious note, man, my second part to that question: What is one thing that you know, man, ticks your dad out? What, what what's what, what's one thing that that, that his ticker that, that you know? You know, rubbed in the wrong. You know that that, yeah. that that you're in trouble if you say this, you do this, if somebody says that to him or does that to him. Well, what's that one thing? I think one thing. I think the biggest thing would be lying. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. lying about something mm-hmm. and, and he find out. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that, you know that's mm-hmm. that's something that's 
you know, yeah. that ain't that ain't gonna work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not gonna work. So you done tried that? Yeah, yeah. It, oh yeah, it's, it's not gonna work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like, like, oh yeah, yeah, that, that one ain't yeah, gonna work. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, if you got some, you be honest. Yeah, you, know, you can yeah. tell what's going on. Yeah, and be straightforward. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's how my dad is. He's a straightforward guy. And, you know, he's not. You know. He likes to cut up and have fun too. Mm-hmm. But when it's when it's serious, yeah, you know, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's be real. Well, man, so so we gonna. I want to get off into this now because the second half, I want I want you to talk about stuff that you don't like. But but in the end of the day, I heard you say, me and you was in conversation that you're having a house built. I am. Okay, so you're a 27 year old man. You got a six figure job, and you having a house built. And you say you attribute your success to your father, your mother, and your relationship with Christ. So is there a young lady in line with all of this? I'm actually doing it on my own right now. I'm actually. But I'm talking about, are you in a relationship? I'm not. Oh, okay. oh my goodness. Well, I didn't mean to put you out there, man. No. You're going to be out there now. <laughs> Let me like, wait a minute, where he at? <laughs> it's just, it's just me. Nah, yeah. Let that man focus on the house. Yeah. The, see, that, see, that's the no, stereotype. But, see, see, but no, I'm just saying. <laughs> they're going to be coming now. They're like, oh, oh, I didn't know he was like that. <laughs> well, he said he ain't got time for y'all right now. He's trying to get his house together. He got his job life together. He's trying to just do his do him right now. But, but speaking of, though, Blake, man, this, you know, candid conversation, man. We like to, you know, naturally have icebreaker moments right. in the first half of our episode. Uh, give us your first heartbreak, man. I know you, you ain't been single all your life. Like, no, give, give us no, that, that, no, that, that first heartbreak. How, how was it? it was, like you said, it was a heartbreak. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, you know, it, actually, my first, my first one, we met in high school, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, at that age, you know, you kind of puppy love. That, yeah, that's cute. That, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess you could say I kind of fell in love, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Kind of fell hard. Yeah. A little too hard. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah. And, yeah, it took some time, mm-hmm. you know, and then. Uh, things just kind of broke loose mm. you know it just didn't didn't work out mm-hmm. and uh it was kind of like one of the moments like man why you know mm. i thought i thought she was gonna be the one mm. I, thought, I thought you know whatever but you know yeah you do go through some down the, the down moments you know think oh man i ain't gonna find nobody else yeah where i can't you know i'm not gonna find nobody as good as she was mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. such and such stuff like that but you know, like you said, as time goes on, you know, things change as well. Yeah. You meet sure. you meet for new sure. people. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, what you saying, you know, you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. me not having social media, people's like, well, how do you meet people? Mm-hmm. You know, since you know, everybody today's on Facebook, right. Instagram, right, you know, right, right. Everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, man, so what do you what do you be doing? You know, like what do you <laughs> You know, and it's like I don't have to have social media necessarily to meet someone. You don't, right? You know, exactly, like, exactly. Know, like my friends and I, you know, all my friends, they, you know, social media, and I, you know, I go out. You know, we yeah. hang out at different places. Or, yeah. You know, stuff like that. You meet people. Right. And it's like, how do you, you know, how do you go about talking to somebody? Well, I just go up, you know, I just like, hey. I want to talk to them. Especially now, we are adults. You know? Yeah, exactly. We are adults, right? But I feel yeah. like, you know, that's that's something, you know, with our generation as well. You know, I think we get caught up so caught up in the social media. And you know, I've even seen it times and time before, you know, guys they see somebody they want to talk to mm-hmm. and they sit they're right there in front of your face. It's like, why don't you talk to them? But then they go home and, and message them Text on. Them. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> 
what was the point of that? And they was right there. We just we just seen them, you know. You yeah, didn't say nothing to her. And you yeah, had the same question in your head. Yeah, and he's like, he was, like, was, was talking to her. Yeah, it's like, bro, I mean, I know where you. You didn't want to talk to me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Like see stuff from a different lens. Yeah, I like. I like. Yeah. Everybody's got their way. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No doubt. Well, man. So what does yeah. what? So when you you know when you chilling, man, what does Blake do for fun? I just heard you say you like to go out. With it. What what does Blake do for fun? Like me, you know, I'm country. You mm-hmm. know, Dixon is you know yeah. country place. So you know, like a lot of times, you know, riding four wheelers and stuff like that. Oh, you know, shoot. Plus, yeah. you know, like you know, hanging out with friends. We go meet yeah. up, have cookouts, and different stuff like yeah. that. Watching games, mm-hmm. yeah, stuff like that. You know, uh, just you know, just hanging out, having you know, having fun. Yeah, you know, so yeah. yeah. See, Blake, he he's just a regular dude. He just yeah. that that other dude. Though. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, I ain't it, nothing flashy about me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. yeah, for yeah. Sure. And it's a good thing, bro. It I, is. I just, it's I, refreshing, I, I, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm joking with you about it. I promise. No, because right, right, it's, no. it's one of those things, man. Where again, we are so stereotyped yeah. to have Absolutely. the tattoos, mm-hmm. the social media. They might think you rap just yeah. randomly. Yeah. Like I'm just saying, man. Like these are the things that get yeah. thrown out. So mm-hmm. for you to defy the stereotype, man, it's dope. Mm-hmm. It's dope and just man. being a regular dude, I'm talking about. And I'm gonna say that again. He's talking about a young man that has a career job. Yeah. Just building a house and still got a great relationship with mom and dad at twenty seven. At twenty seven, yep, that's, that's pretty good, man. So, time, so, let me, so do you, you, you do you still live with mom and dad? Still live with, and you still live with mom and dad. Come on, man. Come on, man. So the house that you're building is it is it in close proximity to mom and dad? It is. It's, it's just directly right up the road from my parents. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. With you, with you building the house, man. Um, you got to know something about credit. Yeah, absolutely. Man, talk, yes, if absolutely. you when you, when you when you get your moment in, man, because I know naturally, you know, buying yeah. a house, you're 27. Yeah, um, so you got to know a little something about that. No, man. absolutely. So during that process, you know, of getting a loan from the bank, you know, it, it wasn't something that happened overnight. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. this is something that right. you know took some building up to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, when I started working at NES, mm-hmm. you know, that's the first thing I started doing was saving my money back. Yeah. And uh, at the time, because once I had graduated from school, I moved back in with my parents mm-hmm. and uh, I was just stacking my money and I was building credit as well. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, I had it, I have a truck, mm-hmm. you know, and whatnot. So it was, you know, helping me build that. And uh, you know, I had initially thought about buying a home mm-hmm. and uh, looking at prices, you know, you, you when you're, when you're trying to get a loan, mm-hmm. it kind of came to reality. It's like, whoa, I got to kind of back up a little bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, I either got to back up and get something that I can afford at this Mm -hmm, moment, mm -hmm. or I got to take some time and save up, get some credit going, and have what I want. You know, so it uh it took me some time. It it, I had to do my research. You know, on what was best for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like I said, that credit is one of the most important things Mm -hmm. when it comes to trying to get a loan. Mm -hmm. You know, being on time with those bills. Yeah, man. You know, you got to do it because. That's the first thing they're gonna ask you. Yeah, you know, yeah. No, they're not gonna ask you. They're gonna find out. Yeah. Gonna, they're gonna do it right. themselves. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, that yeah. credit's not where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not happening. Yeah, and I just the reason why I threw that out there, man, because uh, me and pops talk about it all the time. Classes in high school that need to be there but not there. Woodworks, oh, okay. uh, uh, mm-hmm. car mechanics, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, credit repair uh, mm-hmm. classes. Your your 
your classes about plants. You know, yeah. just just stuff, yeah. man, that defies the ordinary of what metro schools and stuff mm-hmm. are seeing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so true, so true. And man, talking about school, before we get off off into uh, the second half, but going to throw this out there for the first half. Mm-hmm. So what was the years like, man, growing up in the wooded home while you was in high school? And, you know, you want to promenade and, you know, and all them types of things. And did you play sports? Right. Yes, sir. I played mm-hmm. football. Okay. So, so yeah. So, so in high school, I, uh, like I said, I played football. Uh, when I was 16, I got my first actual job. Mm. And I was working for, uh, back then it was called the, uh, Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, working for the city. Mm-hmm. And I, I mainly worked Saturdays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. And all I did was pick up trash. Pick up trash mm-hmm. and clean bathrooms. That's mm-hmm. all I did. Make sure everything was clean. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that time, it was like, you know, it it was it was good. You know, I wasn't making no money. Mm-hmm. You know, it might have been $8 or something like that, you know. But it was, uh, was kind of like a pusher for me because, you know, I was making my own money. Right. You know, I wasn't right. having to, it wasn't just a... Oh, let me do you can do this chore and here's some money you know right my own money right and uh you know i think moments like that uh working for the city i created that moment in my life as well for uh pushing me because i think i realized at that moment that i couldn't do that for the rest of my life yeah you know yeah. i couldn't make eight dollars mm-hmm. an hour and think that i was going to be able to have what i wanted mm-hmm. you know and and then going back on that you know my dad he always said things to me as a young as a young man, you know. Mm-hmm. He's always he would say stuff, and at the time I didn't really understand it, you know. And one thing he always said, he said, "Son, it's all right to have wants in life. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta have wants in life." Mm-hmm. And you know, he never really told me what it. I was like, ah, okay, you know, yeah, you're right, right, But you know, I think you know he was saying that, and, and now looking back, I understand what he means, mm-hmm. you know, because you gotta have wants in life. You gotta, you know, know what it takes to get there as well. Mm-hmm. And That's something it, you're going for. Yeah, and it, yeah. and it takes baby steps. Like I said, I was only making $8 an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I would have stayed there, no, I wouldn't have been building a house right now. Right. You know, so, right. you know, even after that moment, you know, even when school was out during the summertime, you know, I took the opportunity to work for the city mowing, you know, the parks during that time. Mm-hmm. So I was getting more hours, making more money. So I was like, you know, that felt good. You know, yeah. I was like, I was making, making a little more money now. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And then, you know, after that, you know, went on. I was like, well, I need to, I need to figure out something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try going to mm-hmm. you know, school, see what, see what college is like, because you know, I, I really didn't have an interest in in college. Really, right. you know, I thought, man, I'll find, a, you know, a job somewhere making pretty good money. Mm-hmm. So I went on to school. When I was in, I was at Austin P, which is Austin P in Clarksville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I ended up going to school over there. Uh, I ended up, while being in school, I ended up landing a job working at train mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I worked as a controls technician. And uh, that was kind of like a job where I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And that was close, you know, that was the area of what I was going to school for. So it kind of gave me a feel mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. You know? mm-hmm. It was kind of like, okay, yeah, I can, I can get down. I can this, do this. You know? Yeah. yeah. And uh, at that moment, I was like, well, let's see what I can do with this, you know. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I tried to, uh, I applied for a full time job. I wasn't, I wasn't. I hadn't graduated yet, mm-hmm. but I had said, "Man, I'm gonna put some applications out, you know, just to see see what I can land." Yeah, yeah. and uh, 
I even applied there trying to get, you know, a full-time position. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it didn't work out. And, uh, but I couldn't, I knew I couldn't let that moment, you know, tear me down. Right. Stop me at that moment. Yes. And uh, I applied several places and I talked to people and, you know, so, you know, people was, uh, you know, looking, I guess they were looking for, you know, a different, different type of guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh, <clears throat> after that, you know, I even, while I was doing that, I had applied for uh, NES, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because I knew what NES was about because my dad, he works for the utility district in Dixon. Mm-hmm. So I knew what type of, you know, job it was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I knew if I ever had the chance, I was like, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll be good, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's funny because I didn't realize how long of a process it was to get hired mm-hmm. at NES. And so when I, when I had put my application in, I uh, kind of I didn't hear nothing back. I didn't even know if my information went in. Mm-hmm. So I, I waited a couple months, and I was like, "Man, I need to like email somebody, make sure you know, that, <laughs> like yeah. my information didn't get sent somewhere else. I didn't end up messing yeah. up." Yes, sir. And so uh, I ended up emailing HR, and uh, <laughs> it took me a while. They emailed me back, and I was like, "Yeah, we got your information and whatnot, and whatever." And so I was like, "Okay," and uh, I was like, "Well, they at least got it, so mm-hmm. I know that I know it's there." Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, after uh i had graduated in december it was december the 14th mm-hmm. 2018 and i ended up getting a call from nes for yeah for an interview yeah right was, after you graduated right after. come on man look like, at god i was yeah. like man i was like uh, well that's where i want to be yeah. i said I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it i'm gonna try to take a shot at it yeah and then uh no doubt i, I went to the interview did the interview and the next thing you know here we are. Yeah. See, it just tra- I'm gonna say this, man, then we're gonna get out of yeah, here. Exactly. But see, when you allow God to lead your life, I'm finna tell you about timing. While you was doing all that, then I was on my way to moving up too. And then it just so happened when you came in, it was the first time that I was gonna be having influence over the hiree. First time ever. And then you come in the door. I'm like, I was already like, oh yeah, as far as I'm concerned, he hired. If he can talk, he hired. You know what I'm saying? And then when you you came in and gave a great interview, I sat back with my chest out there. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, what y'all think about that? You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you've proven your work, man, because even after you did that, you came in, you kept your nose under the water, man, and you just handled your business, man. And now Blake, I, I can't put all your business on them. Just know that the brother is moving up and he's moving up fast. Yeah. Love to see it, man. We got yeah. another brother on the rise, man, that mm-hmm. is with us on today's show, man. Again, the baddest podcast in Nashville. We got Blake Woodard on the show, man. Yeah. And again, we just shout out to him, man. Shout out to his parents. His yes. Family. Shout out but to truly, mom and truly, dad, man. Raising him to not be the stereotype that others may see us as. Mm-hmm. Man. Again, this is a very humble brother. We hope you guys enjoying the episode thus far. After this commercial break, we'll get right back into it. Nashville, have you heard a black man then today? Yo, 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 Nashville, what's going on, man? What's up, what's up? Peace to the city and peace to the planet. By now, you guys know that for the month of May, throughout the episodes we've released this month, our commercial breaks have been dedicated to talking more about mental health awareness. The month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and for this commercial break, we want to provide you guys 
with some very interesting facts and statistics behind mental health. Our reference and resource comes directly from Forbes Health Facts. You can find this information and more at www.forbes.com slash health. 21% of U.S. adults experienced a mental health condition in 2020. In 2020, 32.1% of U.S. adults experienced both a mental health condition and substance abuse. In 2020, 51.2% of the U.S. females received mental health services, while only 37.4% of males received mental health services. Young adults ages 18 to 25 in the U.S. have the highest rate of experiencing any mental health concerns at 30.6% compared to the adults aged 26 to 49 years and the highest rate of serious mental illness. Lastly, the percentage of U.S. adults receiving mental health treatment rose from 19.2% in 2019 to 21.6% in 2021. Guys, based off of these five facts, if you don't know, you need to know that mental health is real. Take some time to get some sun in your day. Take some time to read a book. Take some time to pray. Take some time to check on that next person. Take some time to protect your peace by any means necessary. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Black Men Event 2 commercial break. Mental health is real. My mental matters. And so does yours. Let's get back into today's episode. And just like that, man, we're back. We're back, man. Hope you guys enjoyed that commercial break, man. The Black Men Vent 2 podcast. The only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone, man. We got my guy, Blake Woodard gracing us man from dixon tennessee giving us a great episode thus far as you guys know man in our second segment we get out our trademark question man so mr wooder on today's episode what would you like to vent about today on black men vent i'll say you know uh in today's world i mean myself i think a lot of times you know as black men we kind of uh we kind of i think sometimes we get hung up in that moment of thinking that we uh we're destined to uh to be i can't i guess behind the eight ball you know what i mean and, and what i mean by that you know like even in my life you know we sat and talked about all the great things you know that i've been able to accomplish mm-hmm. but you know i've had you know i'm not perfect exactly you know, oh yeah no exactly you know? 
Yeah. Like I like to go out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. to party. Yeah. I like to hang out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, you know, alcohol. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. all that yeah. type of stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm yeah. human. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. We, we all experience that. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've had run-ins with, mm-hmm. with different situations. Mm-hmm. You know, being out, getting into it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, those yeah. situations that that I was in. You know, could have turned terribly wrong. Yeah, wow. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I very well couldn't be here right now. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, right. and so you know, I think I learned a lot from those moments because uh, that was that was a time I think that I think it's a moment that we all have. You know, one of those moments where we just it's just a trying moment. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, we like you said, I guess in that moment I was trying to figure out. Uh, trying to fit in with what everybody else was yes. doing, mm, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just yeah. hanging out, thinking yeah. it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm out here doing this and that, mm-hmm. and not really the whole time thinking of what the repercussions can be. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, uh, realizing that you know now looking back, you know, realizing everything that you can lose and everything that you worked hard for mm-hmm. during those moments, yeah. you know, it can. You know, you can work as hard as you want, and then you know you can make one mistake and it take everything away from you. So true, you know? so true. And uh, I think that a lot of times we got to realize that, and I think it's a maturing factor, like you had mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that we all got to realize. What's more important in our life at that time? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, like I, I've I've had those moments before, so I know what it's like. You know, to feel like kind of like you're kind of stuck. You know, that you're just, uh, you know, you, you could you can be stressed out sometimes. You think that, you know, you might have the world, you know, crashing down on you. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you might be feeling like there's there's nobody that you can talk to. You know, they might feel like that, you know, you can't talk to you, mm-hmm. to my mom or dad or things that I didn't want them to know. Right? Yeah, that, you know, right. it's like, right. you know, hey, I don't, I don't right. want them to know that I'm, yeah. you know, I'm wilding a little out, bit. Out yeah. Here, out here doing all this. Yeah. You know? drinking and all every, everything else you know mm-hmm. and uh you know i think uh but there's but i think i know for a fact you know in my life there's things that opens your your mind mm-hmm. and makes you realize hey yeah i can't do that no more mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then you know but you not only that you've got to take the steps to change too and you got to take the step to step away from the people that you're hanging out with you can't you know yeah it's hard. I know it's hard sometimes because, you know, especially if you've known that person for a long time, you grew up with those people, you know, you feel like, man, that's my brother. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, you do have to step away from that. Mm-hmm. You got to let them realize, hey, man, we can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a time and place, you know, for all of that. And uh, when it becomes maturing, become an adult, and you got, you know, different responsibilities mm-hmm. like myself, you know, me building the house. Yeah. You know, I realize that I got a lot that I can lose right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I need my job. Mm-hmm. I've got to have it. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I worked hard to get where I am today. Mm-hmm. So, you know, me getting in the vehicle, you know, mm-hmm. drinking, mm-hmm. you know, it only takes one mistake for mm-hmm. the police to get behind me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it'd be a wrap. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think having eye opening moments like that is what uh you've got to have moments like that to, to change and yeah. to do better mm-hmm. you know and uh like i said you know i've grown up in the church but that don't mean that i'm perfect wow man right you know? yeah, yeah i, yeah. I, I <laughs> amen with you on that one yeah i amen with you on that you know my yeah. dad's a sunday school teacher yeah you know? yeah and, and and 
but that don't mean that I just done everything the right way. It's yeah. not automatic. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I mean, still to this day, you know, yeah. it's a work in, it's, it's a work in progress each and yeah. every day to do mm-hmm. the right thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know? to do the right thing because it's easy to do the wrong thing. Easy oh to do that's wrong goodness, thing. yeah, that's easy. Good. That's a point you just mentioned, man. And I just wanted to highlight. I think you you gave a little piece, man, about your circle. You know, when you're maturating, when you're kind of going through these experiences, man. You you people that you came up with might not people that you go you go on with. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. talk about man, maybe one of those homeboys, man, that you probably thought. Man, ride or die, you know, and yeah. it's just one of those situations where you had to take a left pivot and he had to take a right. Man, what right. was that? What right. was that dialogue? What was that emotional, uh, you know, just experience, if you will, man, of thinking that uh, a, a brother since diapers, man, you know, yeah. you can't take him where you want to yeah. go because y'all seen differences at a certain point. Yeah, well, I say, you know, one of my closest friends, you know, we played ball together, grew up together, you know, and I was, you know, most of my life, mm-hmm. and you know, we hang out all the time. You know, like I said, we we like to party, different mm-hmm, stuff yeah. like that. You mm-hmm, know, yeah. and uh, there's there was there was one incident that that we came into that you know it, when it when it happened, we knew it was like, uh oh, mm-hmm. you know, this this yeah. this can be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah. you know, we we it was like, man, we don't we don't really know what's what, what's going on, and uh, he ended up. You know, he ended up getting in getting in some trouble. Mm. You know, and uh, he's you know he's still having to fight that till this day. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know from that point, you know, during that time, you know, we've talked many a times. You know, we, we we still you know talk about it, and we knew that that was something that we we couldn't be a part. Of. We couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, we couldn't be doing that that lifestyle anymore, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, I think, you know, the, the, the situation that happened was, you know, the drinking, yeah. the drinking got out of control, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. the events that led up while we were out, you know, getting into it with people, you know what I mean? Flying out, you know, going down the road, you know, when, you, when you're drunk, you don't realize, you know, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You, you don't, you don't care. Yeah. Nobody, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I don't care what's about to happen. But you know, when you see them, when you see them blue lights, mm-hmm. go after you. Mm-hmm. and you know, it's kind of like, whoa, mm-hmm. uh-oh. <laughs> but you know what? You know what's about to happen now? Mm-hmm. You know? And them blue lights, they different for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah. no, absolutely. You you think about that? You're thinking about that while it's happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Yeah. you know, he ended up, like I said, you know, he ended up having getting in, getting in some trouble. Wow. He, you know, he was driving. You know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he uh, he's still having to fight that till this day, right. you know, right. getting with his with his record and different stuff like that. Wow, trying yeah. to trying to clean it all up. Yeah, man. You and know? you know when we get it's yeah. sad, but when they get our name in the system, oh, dude. <laughs> oh man, you 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 fight an uphill battle then, man, trying to get your name cleared, man. And it's so sad, man, that uh, we have to deal with stuff like that. But that's the reason you do the best you can at keeping yourself clear. And then if something go down and you got to defend yourself, that's different. But you being the initiator or the aggressor in a lot of situations, like you said, we, when you own that alcohol, man, I'm like you. I've been there and done that. I know what that's like. But like you said, you get behind the wheel. 
nine and a hundred ain't nothing. I want to see what I want to see will it do all of it. Yeah. I want to see can I can I lay that uh, speedometer down? Yeah, so I've been there and done that. I want to see can I lay it down? Then when you lay it down and you you like wow okay you know and then when you come then you get it back to you like man you know what I shouldn't have done that. I ain't doing that no more. But when in the like you said, but in the moment you ain't thinking like that, man. You're not thinking like that, man. I think one of the things too, Black man, is uh, you know, naturally, culturally, we've been known for just finding the wrong ways to cope yep. with mental health man, mm-hmm. and different things, bro. So, yeah. um, just asking you, man. You know, naturally, our platform, we try to always, man, get those pieces in there of talking about mental health. But going through your depressive moments, man, what were some of the things that you did uh, to cope with with those times? Yo, 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 Nashville, what's going on? What's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? Peace of the city and peace of the planet, man. It is the baddest podcast in Nashville. The only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast on the tone. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? If you guys follow our platform, then you know by now, right around this time of the episode, we get into what we like to call on Black Man Vent 2, BMVT's Black News Weekly. Our BMVT Black News Weekly segment hosts a lot of different events that are going on in Nashville, happenings that are going on in Nashville, stuff that is blackity, blackity, black that you may want to take part in. Let's check it out. Shout out to the We Win Festival, man. The We Win Festival. We enjoyed our time of fellowship with the community at Hadley Park last year as that was one of our first vending events for our brand. We were able to sell merch, able to meet so many different people and truly enjoy fellowship. 2023, guys, they are doing it again. The We Win Festival, they need vendors. They need vendors, guys. Vendors are needed. Registration starts at $75. You can sign up now. August the 26th, mark your calendar, guys. August the 26th at 12 noon to 6 p.m. Hadley Park. For more information, go to We Win Fest. That is their Instagram page, W-E-W-I-N-F-E-S-T on Instagram, or click the link at WeWinFest.com. But wait, there's more, Nashville. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. You thought we were done, but we're not. Let's get into it. Shout out to the black queen that is Alana McLaughlin. She is owning and taking charge of Fox 17 News. If you guys missed Black Man Vent 2, last weekend we took part on the platform that is titled Perspectives with Alana McLaughlin. Make sure you guys tap in as we will be aired again May the 14th, guys. May the 14th. That's this Sunday. Mental health and African-American men with myself and my dad being the Black Men Ventu Podcast. Shout out to, again, Alana McLaughlin and Perspectives. You guys can find us this Sunday, WZTV, Fox 17 News at 530 in the morning. Now, I know you're saying I am not finna wake up and see them at 530 in the morning. But if you are a church going person, then you should already be up praising God and tapping your feet while you're watching Perspectives with Alana McLaughlin, man. Shout out to you, Black Queen. Make sure you guys tap in May the 14th, this Sunday, WZTV, Fox 17 News. We will be with Perspectives with Alana McLaughlin. I believe that's all we got for the BMVT Black News Weekly segment. Make sure you guys let us know if you have events, if you have things going on. We're the type of brand that if you scratch our back, 
we're going to scratch yours. And we want to make sure that we're helping anybody and everybody get their name out, get their events out, anything that they got going on. Let us help you help us. We know y'all loving this episode. So let's get back into it. Like you said, the biggest thing is, is having somebody to talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, holding it all in, mm-hmm. you know, I mm-hmm. think is, is it's not going to go well for you. Like mm-hmm. you said, you mm-hmm. turn to drinking, mm-hmm. you, know? mm-hmm. you turn, mm-hmm. to, turn mm-hmm. to whatever, mm-hmm. you know, smoking, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think you, you, if you don't talk to somebody and get it out there, you're not, you know, you're going to continue to do those things. Mm-hmm. And we all know what drinking and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. if you continue to do it, what is, what's going to happen to you? Mm-hmm. Something bad. So. You know, I think you've got to you've got to have someone to talk to. But not only that, I think having a relationship with Jesus Christ, you know, and realizing, hey, you know, because even myself, you know, as I've gotten older, you know, as a little child, you really don't, you know, going to church, you ain't really paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. It's just, you know, hey, I'm at church, you know, mm-hmm. this today. Just but, what we do. Yeah. But, you know. At the age I am now, you know, I even see things, you know, I'm reading in Sunday school, you know, I'm listening to the scriptures, you know, listening to the message in the morning. Yeah. And there's like things that stick out to me. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, you know, didn't really realize that, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that's one thing that's helped me too as I've gotten older. I think that my relationship with Jesus Christ has gotten stronger as well. Oh, yeah, so, yes. You know, yes. And, and just being able to, like I said, I have a relationship with him. Yeah. Why why in our generation, bro, is Jesus not popular? What's I, what's the what's the thing? Why is Jesus not the social media mogul? Why is hmm. and I'm asking you for, for, for my for my clarity, you right. know, because yeah. I'm I'm twenty seven just like you, Blake. Those yeah. that listen to man, I got the Instagrams, I got the Facebooks, man. But what is it? Yeah. Why is Jesus not the social media mogul? What what in your opinion? What's 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 the thing with that? You know, I think a lot of times it's not that's not getting the likes on Facebook. Right. Me going to right. church on Sunday, mm-hmm. you know, I'm telling, you know, I'm telling my homeboy, I'm going to church, you know, mm-hmm. that ain't, that ain't, you know, that ain't the cool thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sunday is <laughs> traditionally for black folks is brunch. Yeah. yeah. Like Sunday fun day. That's, yeah. that's what, I, I know somebody uh-huh. out there feel me. Uh-huh. That's what, that's what we use Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, a lot of times we get so wrapped up in the social media so tied up in the hey we gotta let's post this right here and mm-hmm. it was out last night you know mm-hmm. we gonna get the likes you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. that's the cool thing to do yeah you know and then you know we realize you know stayed out all night you can't even you can't even get up the next day to go to church yeah you know, <laughs> stuff, stuff like that yeah yeah i've done it been there yeah you know? hey but, and y- y'all too young man but look yeah in my age yeah. i've done it been too there. yeah i know what you're talking about you know i think a lot of times a lot of us are saying Mm-hmm. To talk about Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, we think that if we talk about it, you know, you're a Bible thumper. Mm-hmm. You know, what is? You know, you're going to church, okay? Uh-huh. You're yeah. you're that goody two shoe guy. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I and I think that's one of the main things that a lot of us, you know, as a, as the young generation get caught up in, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not the cool thing to do. It's right? just not the cool thing to do. Yeah. But you yeah. know, and I'll tell anybody, you know, the success I've had. I believe it's because of, you know, the relationship that I had with mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, you know, without mm-hmm. him, you know, like I said, I hadn't been perfect. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I've done that, yeah. you know, that I'm not proud of. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. But I know without him being there, I probably wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You so, know what I like, man? I like that you keep reiterating. Oh, I'm not perfect. Yeah. And that's why I think people get it twisted, man. They think when you become a Christian, you got to walk this perfect life. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm 58 years old, and I believe in Jesus with everything that's in me. But if I'm, if you think that I'm perfect, dude, you need to look the other way because I'm far from perfect, but I'm thankful because of what he means to me and that relationship, man. So that relationship keeps me grounded that even when I mess up, and Lord, I'm sorry, let's, let's try this again. That's the type of God here. But some people, some kind of way, we've been mistaught about who Jesus is. We've been mistaught. And until we get the teachings right, then people are not going to be all all in like you all in. And I'm saying you all in, but you keep saying I'm not perfect. That's what we got to understand. You don't have to be perfect. All you got to do is just be in the process. Be in the process. You know what I'm saying? Be, be a believer and then be in the process of allowing him to change you step by step by step. That's how they go, man. It was the reason why I asked that, bro, because again, social media, man, you're not seeing hashtag Jesus, hashtag church, <laughs> mm-hmm. hashtag right. I love He God. said it. That ain't getting no that ain't getting <laughs> you no know, followers and likes right there. That's what that's what led me into, you know, naturally everybody has their own opinion about what social media is, what it's for. And it has its good. You know, mm-hmm. I said to say, man, to, to bash that social media has opened a lot of doors. Oh, yeah. Right. Financial, absolutely. you know, no, uh, uh, empowerment, if you will, mm-hmm. for our yep. black people. Mm-hmm. But um, what I think social media shows too, bro, is just your highlight reel. Mm-hmm. I love sports, man. Love sports. You know what I'm saying? And, and you get to see the sports center top 10. Mm-hmm. That's why you're getting all the likes. That's why right. you're getting all the congratulatory. But Nobody sees the not top ten. Mm. You know what I mean on Sports Center when mm-hmm. you, you crying behind that though. Mm-hmm. When you got the shower on, man, playing that, that whatever that playlist is. You know that, 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 You know what I'm saying, man. It, when you in that mode, don't nobody know what's going on then. Mm-hmm. You know. So just man, with you again, I just I gotta reiterate, man, just how cool it is to not meet the what society will say is the stereotypical black man in you, right. yeah. being Blake Wooder, bro. You don't have the social media, man. And it's not to say that even if you did, it doesn't show that you're just different. Like right. I just, I just right. admire you, man, just just both of us being the same age. And just to see, man, that you really, really are just a different dude. Mm-hmm. Just a different dude, man, for real. Well, let me ask you this, Mr. Blake, too. Um, coming up in Dixon, mm-hmm. and you know Dixon, a country town. I come from a country town. That's, that's how I ended up in Nashville, because I wanted to get the HBCU experience because I grew up around the other cultures right. and it wasn't a lot of my culture represented right. when I was in high school and all that type of thing. Right. But growing up in high school, growing up in Dixon, how much did you have to deal with racism? Yeah. I mean, people that don't know Dixon, you know, going to school, I mean, you might be the only black student in the class, mm-hmm. you know. More than likely you are, mm-hmm. you know, and it didn't get, it wasn't until probably middle school, probably high school, where you might have two or three more black people sitting beside you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a predominantly white, mm-hmm. that's just, mm-hmm. that is what it is, mm-hmm. right. you know, and uh, as, a, as a young, as a young child, I didn't really pay attention to it, mm-hmm. but as I got older, that's when you realize, hey, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> there's two sides of this thing, mm-hmm. you know, and there's people that. That, that think different of you. Mm-hmm. You don't think that you're, you know, you're not on their level. Yes. So, you know, yes. so that, I think, I think middle school and high school is kind of where you form that group mm-hmm. to know that, which my friends at that time, we all grew up together in family. We didn't go to the same school, but in middle school, it all kind of, we all got together. Right, right. Know? So that's when you kind of, you know, you kind of like, okay. Yeah. Got to kind of stick close to my, my people. No doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, 
you know, just realizing and seeing that yeah, they're gonna they're gonna try to say some some slick comments. Uh huh. You know, they uh-huh. might not just mm-hmm. sit there and call you the n word. Yeah, yeah, but funny. they'll say some little off the wall oh, stuff yeah, to let you know. Some yeah, little, some little jokes. Uh-huh. You know, it's gonna be some jokes. Mm-hmm. Hey, you like Waterman? You know stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. You know you yeah. like Kool Aid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know right then you know what type of person they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. It just is what it is. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So with that being said, like my son said, going back to the mental piece, how does that play in your mental, man, when you know that you got to deal with these type of situations, man? How does that play with your mental, man? Yeah. I mean, you know, you initially, first thing you want to do is fight them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you want know, to you you get yeah. back to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let's go. You, you, you want to say that? Yeah. Let's see you do something. Yeah. You know, a lot, yeah. a lot of times too, though. I was, a, you know, I was always been a bigger boy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I really didn't get really tried. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Uh, you know, you realize too. You know, you realize you can't you can't be fighting mm-hmm. because you know you yeah. you'll be kicked out of school right. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I knew that. You know and. Like I said, with me, I think it takes a lot for me to get really wound up, wound up, yeah. Wild up yeah. yeah. You know, but you know, I got buddies and stuff that it don't take, you know, one yeah. word and mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, for but, you, Blake, just in interjecting, man, what what is that thing that that makes the Hulk come out of Blake? And I ain't trying to just 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 right. you know just try to really really get you to because that naturally what you just said, man, it, I, I think it's so true. You may be that one person in your circle that is that cool comic collector. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I ain't really trying to fight these dudes. My homeboy right. done went over here and gonna cuss this dude out. <laughs> now I gotta go over here and defend him. Yeah. And it, I, I just right. came here to get a couple drinks. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so when the shoe's on the other foot, man, what is, and I asked you this earlier in today's episode about your dad, what ticks him, but what ticks you? Well, you know, when you had said that, you kind of like, you know, what makes me tick? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of those biggest things was alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like we had mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you say something to me while I'm while I'm drunk, mm. see it's on the crack. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, let's, you know, let's go. You know? Like, Jay, like, look, you like, see how he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's no question. Yeah, that trippy. Yeah. You know, really, you know, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I believe. I believe. But that's what it. But that's what it, it does. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. and that's how I know that you know. That's not for you. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I, mean? I, mean, I can't. I yeah. can't be in. I got too much to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But uh, you know, me myself. You know, me being right here. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, I it just just who I am. Yeah. I just, I've just always been that way, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, now if you put your hands on me, that's a different yeah. story. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. yeah. yeah. But you know, like I said, I just me personally, I never took that. You can say what you want to to me. Mm-hmm. It don't really bother me. Mm-hmm. But like I said, alcohol, yeah. it's a different story. Yeah. It, it offered me. Yeah. 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 It, it, it turned me into a person that I'm not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what it do. Yeah. So I, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. So so growing up in school, man, you didn't play the dozen? Your mama, my mama, you know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, with the jokes? With yeah, the, the joking, joking. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, yeah. We, we, the joking, joking didn't, yeah, get you, yeah. didn't get the hook side out of you? Uh, not, not really. I didn't really. Because, <laughs> you know, I was coming back with something, too. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to come back with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, 
differences in the in the um you know just the environments man from the country oh, yeah. town growing up to now seeing just really again this new nashville two different worlds yeah mm, yeah absolutely two different worlds mm -hmm. because i you know dixon's growing yeah. but yeah. you know we're at a slower pace mm -hmm. in nashville mm -hmm. for sure. mm -hmm. you know when me starting you know when i started working in nashville mm -hmm. it was like man i was the, the, the biggest thing I was worried about is like, man, I don't live in Nashville, so I don't know, mm -hmm. I don't know the roads and stuff, mm -hmm. you know. And I was like, man, I don't know how I'm gonna find any of these places I'm going to. Mm -hmm. But you know, uh, you know, now being here for four years, yeah, you know, yeah. it's I'm getting you know more and more used to it mm -hmm. you know, as the mm -hmm. years go on. For sure. But it's definitely a huge difference, mm -hmm. you know, versus you know going to Dixon, you might ride down the road and see nothing but farmland mm -hmm. and cows you yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. yeah and uh you know here being in the city you know it's bumper bumper traffic mm -hmm. you know it's, it's something all the time going on mm -hmm. you know so yeah it's definitely a different feeling mm -hmm. it's just a whole different vibe yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know yeah. seeing more of us and when yes. i say us yeah yeah you know, yes you're you you yeah. right you're right you're you right know, that's uh that's that's something that feels good, you know, to be around your own people. It right? does as well. Yeah, you, know, you just don't want us to be snapping on each other, but yeah, it does feel good. You know, yeah. a lot of times, you know, you go into a place, you're gonna be the only black person. Mm -hmm. You know, so when you when you when you go places here, you know, you see, oh man, it's all of us in here. Mm -hmm. it, feels, it feels good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's just a whole different yeah different vibe when it mm -hmm. comes to that no doubt well let me ask so so when you're in nashville and you say you know dixon real laid back but when you're in nashville man do you have to have a different mindset you know like even when you traveling on the road you probably roll through dixon man and not run across nobody oh, tripping but absolutely. you up in nashville oh, and then you get caught up in that traffic and, yeah. and somebody pull in front of blake man you trying to get to the house man how you how you absolutely. feel about that man absolutely. Like you said, like it's a slower place, uh, pace in Dixon, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you ain't really worried about you know somebody <laughs> yeah. somebody running out in front of you yeah. and doing all that type of exactly. stuff. Exactly. But like you said, coming here, you know, you might see somebody just flip off on you in, in the middle of the road. <laughs> yes, sir. It's like, hey, what's you know what's going on? Yeah, man? yeah. <laughs> but I think too, I, you know, now it's kind of like it is what it is. You don't yeah. get used yeah, to it now. Yeah. 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 It's said four years in. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know. Yeah, man. Hey man, as we get ready to wrap up, bro, man, uh, Blake, man, you've been a true, true humble oh, spirit, man, a blessing yeah. to our platform, man. Um, I naturally wanted to ask you as we always get into the end of our episode, mm -hmm. um, bro. Thank you for your story. That's first yeah. things first, man. I think, man, naturally, bro, you have given us such a true, true humble story behind, man. Even you not fitting the stereotype that society may want you to fit culturally mm -hmm. you still a black man that's done went through some stuff mm -hmm. like you said you, you professed that man alcoholism was one of those things you had to kind of get out of mm -hmm. said all that to say you're talking to somebody that, that's dealing with that dealing with alcohol issues man mm -hmm. not being able to discipline themselves that's the thing mm -hmm. to that person um you know if you were to if you were able to sit them down man on today's show and talk to them what we like to do is give that person man some bit of motivation they thinking about crashing out they just went and bought a field 
you know, they're thinking about turning that up with a couple pills or something like that. You pick up right. what I'm putting down. Right. No, Talk absolutely. to that person, man, right here, right now, man. Let them know something to motivate them, to pivot them based yeah. off of your life story. Yeah, like you said, you know, just letting that person know that hey, you are important. Yeah. And that you don't have to, you know, you don't have to sit in here and drink your problems away. You know, you can talk about it and it's okay. You know, I think a lot of times we get, we get afraid of, of being judged. What somebody's going to think about us. Yeah. Oh, if I tell him, you know, I'm dealing with this, mm-hmm. oh, I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. No, talk to somebody, let them know, you know, if, I mean, no matter what you're going through, you know, you, you can't, you cannot drink your life away. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, you know, we, we feel like that's all we've got mm-hmm. is to drink our problems away with, mm-hmm. you know, cover, cover, cover it up with alcohol. Yeah. And, you know, it, you, but you are loved, yeah. you know, and, and, and everything is going to be okay because there's somebody out there that would love to be in your position. Mm-hmm. You know, there's somebody out there that's going through something way worse than you are, I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, and just being able to recognize that, mm-hmm. realize that. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, uh, it's, it, it, it won't happen overnight. You know, but you just continue to to ask God for for guidance and help, mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. Yeah. I like yeah. that, Mr. Blake. Yeah. I like that formula, man. Yeah. That's a, that's a winning formula, man. I like yeah. that, man. I man, Mr. Blake. I want to tell you again. Thank you, man, yeah. for gracing our show yeah, with your story. Yeah, thank sir. you, man, for your humility, man. Yeah, and all I can say, man, is keep doing what you're doing, brother. And if you ever need any help from Black Men Vent 2, reach out, man. Reach out. But other than that, thank you, man. Thank, thank you for you coming, bro. Hey, man, another great episode, man. Again, from the Black Men Vent 2 podcast, man. We thank you guys, man, for, again, joining us for another episode. Mental Health in May, man. Make sure you guys, man, get involved in everything we got going on this month. Buy some merch, man. Check yeah. us out in, there, in those endeavors. But again, man, another great episode. Pops, yes. it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can, and you can't do what you can't. Nashville, y'all know we usually ask for the social media handles. No handles. Yeah, so, right. Until right. next week, yeah. it's a wrap. <laughs> Black man, don't get trapped. Yes, sir. <laughs>